You know, so putting out music now, it's like I could have held up and held on to it, but I had to let it go. And the world's messed up, you know, but, you know, I had to do it. I had to release, put it out because this is a point in time where it's going down in history and 2020 is something we ain't asked for. So I needed to do something to just... I couldn't hold on to it. I was working on it. I stopped because of COVID, because of the pandemic and all the racial injustice and all this stuff. I couldn't couldn't finish the record. And then after my man Hit Boy hit me, I said, "He's like, come on, you gotta, you gotta go. We gotta finish this. We's having a great time making yeah. it." So yeah. You know, I think if you'd released an album that had been finished pre 2020, I can understand even more why there would have been a concern about how does this relate. So much has changed and the world is going through serious growing pains, hopefully for a greater harvest and a better future. But you address a lot of this on this album. And so in many respects, we need an album like this because art imitates life and life influences art, right? What was the one song, just to get the ball rolling, that you felt most passionate about from the second sessions that you did um, where you really felt drawn into the subject matter that relates to now is there one song on the album that really speaks to you? It would be Ultra Black but um, a lot of things that I, I was I was working on it was already there I was, or the title was King's Disease before this craziness happened and a lot of the things I was saying but you know watching uh, George Floyd Watching people live, 
And it's a lot of that. And, you know, as you know about gout and stuff like that, which I never had, um, but I know people that got gout. I know people that got it just from the, the lifestyle. That's a lot of Wagyu beef and red wine, right? <laughs> Exactly. Like, someone, someone needs to step in. There needs to be a level of lifestyle intervention if you're getting gout from the wagyu aged beef in the Pinot Noir. Exactly. And in, and in another form, wagyu would be ego. It would be drunk off your own power. Sure, it's figurative. Yeah, it's figurative. Sure. So, so you look at it and you go, "All right, King, what do you do now with this position?" All the way up to the president's office. You get drunk with power. Is it women? Is it what are you allowing to take your time? And what is happening that can take you off of your throne? Be aware of it. Right. And as you grow, it's all about learning how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because things are going to come at you fast. Things came at me fast from all dif different directions. You've achieved a recognizable amount of fame now. Throughout your life, you would definitely be regarded in countries all over the world as someone who is quote-unquote famous, a recognizable figure based on the quality of your work. But of course, significant success over a period of time equals fame. And you've spoken about that in the past in various points on your albums, and you touch on it a little bit here, in particular in relation to relationships. You know, on a couple of really important songs like Replace Me with Don Tolliver and Big Sean, I mean, that's about as open as I've heard you in that regard. Was Is that the big sacrifice Looking back on all of this, the idea of trust. I'm better than I was, but I had relationships that were good, <laughs> they were cool, but I also had ones that made me not trust anybody anymore. It made me afraid to be in a relationship anymore because the things that can happen is like, you know, you don't know who's real and all of that. And that comes out in the music. You know, what I was dealing with for a couple of years with dating, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got to fix me. Am I the problem? Are they the problem? What do I need to fix about me to make myself better at relationships and don't run so much? If whoever I was dating <laughs> felt like I was not opening up enough or I'm not sharing my feelings and my thoughts. And I, I was protecting myself and guarded so many times that, you know, relationships would go away because they just wouldn't trust me. They're like, this guy's not telling me nothing and whatever the case may be. So I just started putting that into music with this album, you know, and it was cool to get Big Sean on there because... Yeah, this verse is heartbreaking exactly. and not just because of, the, of the, the words, but what I really appreciate about Sean is that he connects his performance to the emotion of his narrative. He doesn't just expect you to connect emotionally to the words. He will present it to you almost like an actor does. Wow. He's great. And his relationship <laughs> as well is a, a very popular one. You know? yeah. So for him to open up about that, you know, it was like he met me right there where we're opening up. We're talking about our lives. It's funny when you think back on all of the opportunities and all the um, achievements that you've had, there were, there were a couple of, of unrealized ones, things that were rumored, talked about, never quite landed. And I think real fans felt the firm was that. They felt that opportunity for you and AZ Cormega 
Foxy Brown and of course Dr. Dre as well. It was like the greatest basketball team on paper that just couldn't get to the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Now we have a chance to live out some of that as fans, some out of that some of that dream coming true. But before we get to the song, which brings you all back together, are you comfortable now putting into words some of the reasoning why it never eventuated in the first place? Sure. The whole idea from the beginning. Steve Stout was managing me back then. He was good with Jimmy IV, and I, I got good with Jimmy, and I was good with Dre. And me and Dre wanted to work. We wanted to work bad. Um, I be, me being a big fan of his music since before I was ever in music, to uh, get doing a record on my second album, and then we just we wanted to do the firm, and we did it with Aftermath. So I just saw Dre not long ago. He said now there was managers, there was managers' assistants, there was so many people in the studio that I couldn't lock in. And if we had Dre's full attention to do the entire project, things may have been different. At the time, Steve Stout managed my, me and uh, the producer team, the Trackmasters. So automatically, it was a family thing. We, we wanted Dre and Trackmasters to split the production. That was different for Dre. So he dealt with it. He, he was cool because he wanted to see what was going to happen. He wanted it to happen. Too many people, too many people involved, and they killed the creator. You know, how important was it that, aside from making a record on this album with the firm, that you were able to show that the that, that friendships have been mended? Because some of, you know, there was some fallout over that. Yeah. Me and Cormega, we grew up together. We did a lot, you know, of learning together. He's a little older than me, but we were still like brothers, you know. And the streets divide, divided us into different directions because he's older guy than I was, and he wound up getting locked up. You know, if he was home, he would have definitely been on my first album, but he got locked up. So when he came home, things are bubbling. He comes home with this attitude, like, let's get gangsta on, it, on everybody. And I'm like, more like, yo, no way, chill. And he told me uh, about not long ago when we were talking, he said that I told him, I'm not the same guy from the block. He said he didn't get that till later. So he said that I was doing a lot of things, telling him about how it was going, but he didn't really get that till later. He was ready to get back to the, the, the good fella's behavior that he was on. And if there was a natural, there was just a split because he's, he's got a mouth on him. And I wasn't trying to hear that. And he wasn't trying to hear me. And it was a sad thing because we were super tight. And it didn't, then it got bad and then it got worse. Nobody got harmed, nobody, anything like that. But it was like that bad where it could have went in either direction. So we, we got cool a couple of years ago, but we didn't talk since then. So to talk with him, it was like a really, it really touched my soul that this guy who I've known before this rap stuff, it was just great to to get everything back full circle. The definition is one of those songs when you listen to it, there's jaw-dropping moments in there and the performance carries you all the way through. What was the premise behind the definition? The definition of what? Of King's disease. In my case, it's black males and females. These people that was once in bondage, these people, us who was once in bondage, and going through the worst treatment ever to come out of it 
to only be going through it again in different ways. So that split to me hurts me. It's a part of the thing that keeps you from being the king that you're supposed to be, from being the queen you're supposed to be, is that we're at odds. The president and him dealing with his disease and me dealing with my disease, which are haters, and <laughs> us under under watch of the big brother all the time. And we, we're losing our privacy more and more. We're losing... All these, who's really in charge? All of these things I wanted to pile up in the song and let it flow naturally and let it land on the track whichever way it needs to. And my art, I'm saying, is the way I killed this disease. Now that you have a, a roadmap open to you and this album is so free and like I said, so honest and upfront and nostalgia plays such a valuable role to it. Looking back now with the benefit of hindsight, <laughs> when was the toughest? I think the toughest is when my mom passed. That was very tough. That was 2002. Other than that, it was little moments here and there. I can't, I can't, it's hard to really think back and pinpoint exactly. It brings us to The Cure at the end of the album. And that, and that song sort of comes in two parts. It's amazing because the first half is this crazy psychedelic, really strange, like one of the strangest things you've ever been on, but you just, you know, you absolutely crush it. And then it just swerves into this beautiful completion moment. Thank you. The cure of King's disease? Yes. Yes. It, it's really just not letting the things you can't change be your demise. And looking at yourself and recognizing the good in you and your roots, where I've been, where I'm going, understanding that the music of it makes you, to me, is a calming. The drum's not, but the music is, the melodies is a calming kind of vibe. And it just, I think it's more of a put yourself at peace at once vibe. All right, last question. This album, you put it out. You've given us this gift at a time where no artist really wants to be cornered to put music out like this in this time frame. It's not ideal, and everyone acknowledges that. So we more than appreciate the gift of music at this point because it comes at a cost to artists. It does. But as we move forward and as the world continues to try to put itself back together and, and like I said, for a brighter future, for something that fits better, um, are you feeling creatively inspired? Because it often happens, you finish something you love as much as I know you love King's Disease and you're just still charging. Is that how it feels? I'm so charging right now that I'm not going to stop recording. I'm working on something else now. That's what I want to, I want to say, you, I don't know how. You're dying to tell me though. You're dying to tell me. <laughs> I'm working on something else and I love this album and I hope everybody else does and but it's definitely charged me in so many different ways that um i gotta take advantage of this time for sure musically yeah thank you for your time man Look, i was really thank i'm really glad i got a chance to speak to you on this album and uh, and it's always a joy and thanks again for another remarkable record album number 13 27 summers and no slipping incredible thank you ken appreciate you thank you him. A kid, a bitch take you to court for child support. It's over. I know. It's over. That's why I'm ever get one of these new modern drones is independent that's selling their merch and Bruh, all that shit. that's and what I'm, I'm good. saying. They work out. It's brainwashed right. Bro. It's Instagram brainwash. Bro, you know I'd rather I mean? a drone that got her, that could get her own paper for real. And if she want to fuck with me, she fuck with me like that. See, my wife need, it's a need of me, bro. I'm yeah. telling you. It ain't like, like, 
oh, I liked him, I loved him, I seen him, and I love. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm keeping it a G, bro. When we talked, she was like, I just, I want to get my papers for my, I want to have a life for myself because when I'm back home in Trinidad, I got to do everything for everybody, my mom, my nieces, my nephews. Bro, it's a barrel sitting in my living room right now loaded with clothes and shit that she want to send back to Trinidad for her nieces and nephews and her mom and her sisters, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, I mean, like, that's nice and everything, but at the same fucking time, bitch, like, yo, you kind of wasting my time. And then on top of that, we can't even really fuck like that. Yeah. She thinks she's using you for the training? Nah, bro, I mean, not even that, bro. I mean, listen, I agreed to help the bitch, but I told the bitch, too, like, yo, I can't really give you what you want. I'm keeping it a G, because we already 10 years apart, and we're, it's it's culture difference between me and her. Like, bro, she I can't... She want her papers, though. She can get American citizenship. But, but look, bro, real quick. All right, like, look, Dave Chappelle, you know what I mean? I can't even watch a, a, a comedy special with her, wow. because she won't understand. Oh, shit. Right, bruh. Little simple shit, bro. She won't understand. Like, the boy that got shot in the back seven times and uh, Kino, she, she gonna say, oh, well, he he disobeyed the cop order. And I'm looking at this bitch like, oh, my fucking God. Like, yeah, you one of them. You one of them motherfuckers. I forgot you part Indian. So, you know, you see the cops do something automatically. You think that the police is right. I'm not saying that what the bull did by walking away from the cop was wrong, but the cop was dead ass wrong for shooting the nigga in the back seven times. The nigga ain't even had no weapon. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like y'all, now at that point, that's when you wrestle with the nigga or you hit him in his, or you hit him in his leg with the baton well, or try to keep, him in his legs. or right, yeah. bro, something, but you he shot the nigga in the back seven he fucking died. times. No, he paralyzed, bro. He paralyzed from the waist down. He done. He done. The young oh, man is man. done. It's fucked up. But my wife's sitting up there silent. You ain't never walk in? I don't know. It's going to take a lot of therapy, I guess, bro. I don't know. I don't know. It's something that we got to keep, we got to follow up on. But just, I, I, I ain't got any them cops, man. They run that shit. Yeah, they run that shit, bro. But but the fact that my wife was just kind of Them like, cars get you pulled over, though. Yeah. Cars get you pulled but see, over. But see, but see, black people, period, bro. When we get together and we rowdy and we and we fighting and doing all that carrying on, bro, and the white people call the cops or somebody call the cops, it's a rat. The cops pull up right now. Nothing going on, but the, the cops pull up right now, bro. Why they do that to you. the boy? He did something? Bro, he ain't do nothing. Apparently, he was breaking up a fight. They came and they seen him, I guess, in the midst of trying to break up the fight. So they turned their key on to him. But the whole time, he got his kids in the car. So the bull, the cop, I guess they was they was trying to detain him. And they tased him and he got up or whatever. I don't know what the whole story is, but the nigga was walking around in front of his car to get in the car. And then cop had grabbed, was already, like, grabbing on him. And the cop just shot him. Bomb, 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 bomb. Seven times in his back. Just like that, bro. They said that they found a knife on the passenger side, on the passenger side floor, but I'm like, yo, the knife wasn't in his hand. So I mean, to shoot the nigga seven times he in the back, else? I mean, I don't know. He, he probably gonna get some bread, bro. 
I'm pretty sure you're gonna get some bread, but this is the fact that my wife side kind of side with the cops kind of was just like, yeah, she bitch, you, you on some nut shit, and I'm not fucking with you. Because yeah. we have a son and some shit like that happened. What the what the fuck? Yeah. You're going to be saying, oh, well, he shouldn't have did this, that, and the third. You're going to be saying that then? Yeah. Let me tell you something. That don't happen to fucking white people, bro. I seen a white bull beat the shit out of a female cop and, an, and a male cop. And he jumped in a car and took off. He jumped in a cruiser and drove the fuck off. He, he still got his life. He might be locked up, bro, but the fact of the matter is that man still got his life. Yeah. I seen the joint where a cop was running from a white bull. The white bull grabbed something from him and started chasing him with it. Yup. But when they see us, they fucking scared for their life. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's too much culture difference between me and my wife. She don't understand shit, bro. I told her, I said, somebody could tie. We could move into a white neighborhood, right? And somebody will tie a fucking noose and put it on your car. And you would come and tell me, like, oh, babe, look, I, I got a rope. Somebody put a rope on my car. And I'd be looking at you like, damn, bitch, you don't know what a fucking noose is? They just threatened us. Yeah. You wouldn't even understand. Yeah. That's how fucking unduh. You are. I'm cool. Like I said, you want to stay watching these white people kids and shit, raising these white people babies who want to pay you underneath the table and really not pay you your worth. But, yeah. hey, you could go on with that life. I'm not. You're not going to fucking waste more of my time. You are, we're already 10 years apart. And even for us to try to have kids, I can't I can't see that shit. Yeah. You going to put that burden on me take care of you and the child. You are like a fucking big ass child yourself. Yeah. I'm cool, bro. Who you can build with. You try to build that, 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 that shit, that power couple shit with. It's just going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Cause a lot of chicks ain't on that time. They got to, they got to see you. They got to see you. You got to have shit moving first in order for them to want to get on board, bro. Yeah. Well, who wants to do that though? Right. That's what that's I'm saying. Like but, by the, but right. But that's what half these bitches out here be doing, though, bro. For real. They wait till you winning. They wait till you. They wait till you winning. They wait till you up. Then they like, oh, I want to suck your dick. You <laughs> like, oh, bitch. Yeah. I, like I wanted, that. I wanted that pussy like twelve niggas ago. Fuck wrong yeah. with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, don't give me that shit now. Yeah. And then now you want to be on my arm. And be in my car and all that shit. No, fuck out of here. Yeah, you right, you I'm right. I'm telling you. You right. Yo, it's this old head couple, cuz. They get it the fuck in, man. I'm gonna keep it real, like. And she just dropped some kids. Old head had kids and everything. And she's still on her shit, cuz. This bitch had kids and everything. Like, it's some motherfuckers out here. They'll be on their drone, cuz. Mm-hmm. They'll be on top of their game, man. And some bitches out here be bullshit. Yeah, like Gilly you know said, I mean? a lot of y'all bitches done fucked around y'all good years. Yeah. Y'all did. And now now y'all three kids in, you know, like two different baby dads, three different baby dads. Now y'all just want a good man. Yeah, but anybody on that, though. Nobody on that. You done. All right, well, if they got kids, man. You done. That shit see, crazy. see, Jersey, Jersey will forever be cool because Jersey understand yeah. that niggas will forever look look at her. You yeah. know what I mean? She chocolate, yeah. she chocolate, chocolate and 
and she got body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. niggas would niggas would niggas would definitely try to scoop her up in a heartbeat. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But the thing about it is a nigga gotta come correct. Is it a nigga gotta come, a nigga come, gotta come correct. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm trying to come correct when I have with a thorough joint on my arm, bro. It's with a thorough joint on my arm. Yeah. Definitely. Nice nurse joint or something. Yeah, that's what I was saying. She got no bubble. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Nurse joint. Yeah. Paralegal joint. Yeah. Like, yo, you think you're going to get it or you can't have I, it all? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. You can't have I'm it all in the lifetime. I'm going to get one. I'm definitely going to get one. Them Jim Jones is crazy. I'm gonna get a joint. I'm gonna get a joint. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get a joint that work out that take care of herself, bro. Oh, them Jim Jones is like number one on the on the list. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. I can't understand why a lot of these rap niggas and entertainment niggas not on them. I don't know, man, because I they be know. on them, them bitches that be on basketball walls be trash, bro. They don't be having, they don't be bad like that. Them no, bitches them basketball. bitches be hit. A lot of them bitches be hit, bro, on the wall. What tactics they, they got? Be, they be makeup the fuck up. What, what tactics them bitches got from the basketball walls? I don't, bro, I don't know. A, the ratchetness? I don't know. The ratchetness. Only one bitch had bread, though, came from bread. It was the dark skin joint. I don't bitches don't come from no bread. No. You know what I mean? But they get, I don't know how they. They be, trying to, they be trying to scoop niggas that got the bread or niggas that's the name already, bro. I know. He said it's the name already, though. I'm telling he you. niggas is the name already. Bitches got the tactics, though. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Me, though, man, I would have a bitches on bread. Like, you know what I mean? That's niggas what talk when they worry about the Kardashians. They got cake, though. They be spending like fifty grand a week on niggas. Like that's what I'm saying. Like them, they ain't a lose lose. They got bread. Like mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna really hit you up for your bread. All the other bitches ain't got no bread though. No, they're gonna be hitting you up for your bread. Yeah, like that's what they I'm got saying. Going for them. That's though. what I'm saying. You know I don't want a joint that's gonna hit me up for my bread or in my pocket. Yeah, they gonna hit, they gonna hit you up for your bread. Right. Bro. That's how that's how my wife is, bro. Like you, know, you get like bro. a white movie star actress, bitch. You cool. Right. That's doing something. That's traveling. That's making moves. There you on, but if you get a joint, it's like, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. Or you might get a joint that's independent, but ain't really got no knowledge and no getting no bread like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like hard gamble. Like I want a joint that's, that, that work out good with money management, not trying to save everybody, because that's how my wife is. My wife is trying to save too many fucking people. And but they like, in that third world country though. Nah, bro, Trinidad. That's nah, Trinidad is not a third world country, bro. Some parts. Nah, Trinidad is, bro. Trinidad is one of the richest islands, bro. Trinidad has has oil, natural oil, bro. That's where a lot of my family come they from. They got a hard part, don't they? They got hard part, but it ain't in the country. And even in the country, it's not hard. Niggas got electric power. The roads is just like longer, like long as shit, and it's not as many houses. It's not compacted. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now you go into the city, like Port of Spain, yeah, it's compacted. You know what I mean? But like, all right, so the city is kind of like Philly a little bit, yeah. right? And the and like the but like the residential area is like North Philly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How it's like close and compact. But then now you go out in the country, it's the fucking country. Like, 
long, dark fucking roads, bro, with maybe one light pole, like every other mile marker, some shit like that. It ain't third world, bro. It ain't like Jamaica. It ain't like Haiti, uh, Barbados. No, Trinidad got money, bro. What it is is a family fucking lazy. They bicker. They fight a lot. They dysfunctional like shit. A family back in Trinidad, bro. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, I understand why she said what she said to me. Like, I want to have a life for myself because when I'm back home in Trinidad, I do everything for everybody. Well, you doing the same shit here. Instead of worrying about you and trying to make a life for you yourself. You doing out Trinidad? They got businesses and shit? Yeah, they got businesses. My, my, oh, my, my family, niggas got businesses, bro. Like my uncle got a boat company. One of my uncles, he he married in, but he Korean. He got kids with my cousin. They grown and big. Yeah, they're trying to. He got a he got a um a, a exterminating business. A, a whole exterminating business. Damn. He Korean. He an Asian guy. He Korean. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. They eating out that joint. Bro, it's 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 money to be made. You know what I'm saying? Like. Trinidad not third world, they ain't broke. Yeah. But to, if you if but if you if your family is blood sucking you like that, then yeah, of course you want to be her somewhere else. Bad out there. Fucking weird, bro. What, one of her sisters is depressed because of some nigga, some her kid's father. He got other women and he moved out, left her, whatever, whatever, and she all depressed and broke up about the shit, bro. The other sister over there, the one that got deported, she went over there yet? Yep. No, she with the family over her there? Crazy, yeah. No. She had her own apartment, bro. She got her own shit. They dysfunctional. Then how'd she get all that that quick? I don't know. She had money. Uh. She had money from when she was here, and I guess my wife sent her some of her bread, so she was able to get what she needed to get, but damn, she tripping over there, John. That sister, her sister, crazy. Her sister drew on herself big time, big fucking time. Yeah, like big time. Yeah, you can't draw on yourself. You gotta be smooth at all. You gotta be, yo, man. You gotta be smooth at all costs. And then on top of that, you knew that you wasn't really from the country, born here. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't get that shit. Niggas drew on themselves. You fucked yourself all the way over. How niggas be killing themselves? And then, and then, I mean, what don't make it no better is your dumbass. My wife, your, your dumbass sister, agree with Trump, but this dumbass bitch want to be married to me so she could get her papers. I, I don't, I don't understand that shit. She got her papers. What's she gonna do then, though? She ain't got no job. I mean, she working, bro. She no, I mean, she not, cool. enough job. So she she divorced you to step off and do what? Oh, I don't know. No, I mean, my mom ain't gonna put her out. I ain't, I don't want to put not the put her out, out, but like, if y'all break wanna, up, like, what she gonna do? Like, I, bro, I don't give a fuck what she do. I really don't care. All I know is I really didn't want to be married to the bitch in the first place. And for what it was worth, when I tried to fuck with her like that, like the bitch kind of rubbed me the wrong way a bunch of times, bro. Like Just a, a bunch of times, bro. I took off for this bitch birthday, and we ain't do nothing. We stayed home for the whole weekend. My uncle had like this little club spot down Old City. I mean, down uh South Street. They had a room set up and everything for us, and we didn't show up because my wife was depressed because of her sister's situation. 
Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that 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 type shit. Do you know how bad that shit burned me the fuck up, bro? Yeah. Cause it was like, yo, you had me waste my fucking time, yo. Like I yeah. called out of work. That's that's time I could have wasted doing something the fuck else instead of sitting in the house looking at you with this long ass mopey ass face, bro. Yeah, family crazy. That shit draw. So what about her dad's side, mom's side? That's that is her the, mom's side. Her dad's side crazy too. Her dad, her dad fucked up too. Her, her biological dad. He on some nut shit. He on some nut shit. I'm cool. Stay up, Mario, yeah, man. You gonna bro. get to the bread. Yeah, you gonna make some moves. No. You know what I mean? You definitely got it, man. You got this build still. <laughs> it's going crazy. I ain't been moving in that joint, bro. Let me ask you this. What are some of the, the things that you would want to tell people? The misconceptions of African women generally. Of African people, but mainly women. Let's just say with the women. What is the misconceptions to Americans about African women? Um, I'll say African women are people who have hearts 100% and I feel like coming to America a lot of like foreigners or a lot of Americans tend to you know understand that the wrong way but they fail to realize that Liberians it's like when we were kids our parents told us you get married you make sure you keep your husband like even when I when a Liberian get in a relationship they don't want to keep moving from one relationship to the next. Let's just say they get in a relationship this month and they have to get in another the next month. Like they don't believe in that. They believe in being with a guy, being with a guy for years and actually, you know, being with that person for a long time. It's like a fairy tale. But this is the thing, though, about Liberians. They do have the tragedies to keeping a good husband, and that's good sex, being committed, making. Sure you tell your husband you love him. Cook clean. I did hear that. So I did hear that. It's, it's a main thing that African women are known to be very uh, deep into their marriage. Uh, yes. Would you say uh, what's the word that people hate to say in America? But would you say obedient? Um, would you say uh, respect? What's another word that people use? Um, submissive, would that be a, 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 a question? Like, meaning, like, meaning like being 
I won't say I got it from America. I actually got it from the Bible. Just appreciate your black woman, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, don't call her 
So nobody get more money than Kensington? Out the whole city? Yeah, we be a real fuck now. <laughs> he said we being real fucked up. <laughs> Keep it real. South fully, West fully, no, nobody. Not even them niggas, no. Nobody give a money to kids, dude. Them niggas do all right. Them niggas do all right. But no, I'm talking about as far as like whole blocks doing good. Like, no. You see what happened? You see why I was talking about uh, fucking Garcia fucking around. Them West, them West, them niggas. Yeah, Garcia fucking around. Ryder, Ryder, Ryder been getting to a bag, though. Like, Ryder been seeing that money. Who fucking Ryder? You know what? 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 I hate him. I hate niggas. There's another boy really holding down from Kensington. He 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 on though, but I don't like his raps. I can't fight. You see? No, not him. It's another boy from Kensington. He on. Like he got videos and all that shit. Not on, but he he, he like he got YouTube on Smash. So we'll make Henderson go Mach 5. Uh, as I said, he got the, he's got the most work. Flow? In the flow. The traffic flow, yeah. In the flow. Mm-hmm. How you get it to flow like that? Big ass drugs, doms and Big shit. Big ass doms. Lots of work, lots of houses, and lots of players. Always running shifts. Yeah, niggas always running shifts. And never just 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? It's a thing. Boom. Y'all always got niggas running shit spirit. No matter what time it is, they always ain't running shit. So, they run like a store, damn it. That's how they run their blocks, like a store. London versus United States fashion. London, of course. Why they got the swag? I was crazy. They swag crazy, though. They be wearing that shit, cuz. Shit I never seen before. Like, they hot. Yo. No, I'm put you on a hot ass young wood. Yeah, Darcy time, man. Darcy never can't make that happen. Go, 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 go to type in Dave. I don't know what you're talking Go to Dave. Yeah, type in London rapper Dave. This shit hot. Piano man. Running this shit. They about to run it next. Mark my words. They gonna run the rap game next. He's signing cow. We want you. We want you. We want you. No, go back. Go to, go to the um, John where you see all his videos. Let me see. This show crazy. Gotta listen to that job. That's some gas.
See, they saying it right now. Can the U.S. hold a fair election? Francis Wilkerson. This election is shadowed by their threats. It's shadowed by their threats, including foreign sabotage and incompetent president who is refused to say, to say if he will abide by the rules. The title of your news book is Election Meltdown. Dirty Tricks. Hmm. Distort. And the threat of to American de de democrat de democracy. How concerned should we be about the para ahead? Richard L. Hintz, professor of law and politics, science, political science, University of California, Irvine School of Law. I'm very concerned about the press ahead. You mentioned two foreign interferences in a president who seeks to the delegitimize the voting process through tactics like attacks on mail and ballots. Yo, he can really do that, yo. He he got troops like that. They said Trump got 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 foreign allies that have fucked the whole the whole voting system up. He a powerful man. That's what it say right here. Foreign interference. That nigga got power, cuz. That's power. Niggas fuck with Trump. Listen, it said right here. It said right here, foreign intervention. Foreign, in, 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 foreign. It's a foreign inter, 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 interference. I'm a very concerned about the the press. He got clout, man. He ain't no civilian. Niggas act like Trump a sucker, dog. That nigga, he a nut-ass racist boy, but he's still a boss, though. You know what I'm saying? He still can pull strings. You know what I'm saying? People seem to seem an expressive toward Turnout for Black Lives Matter. A lot. I'm, I'm on city right now. A lot rally and William support Pennsylvania. Rally in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, a city of 2,800, along with the West Branch of Duhana Rivers. This part of the state is overwhelming white. Royal and conservative, but Frank Manazino, an organizer of the protest, who is now dispensing options and energy from the step of the city hall, is secretly disappointed. I expected Williamsport as a community to show up 
and would later tell me I just don't know what we did wrong. Trump gonna win it, man. I'ma tell you something, man. Trump is one of them guys, man. Niggas better they better get their mind the fuck right. You know what I'm saying? When you fucking with billionaires, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that can pull the strings and the flutes, you, you gotta fall back. Feel me? Plus, Trump, they gonna do whatever to get Trump in office for these tax cuts. You feel me? And that's gonna be is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's gonna go down. You feel me? They gonna listen. They gonna have to listen. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it's gonna be. You gonna fuck around with it again? And the vodka truck will be 2008. You bet you she gonna run through. You gotta figure like. I don't think I ain't gonna see a few. She gonna run. 2008. Who was he gonna stop it? You got billionaire allies, man. You got money like that. You got a civilian. You pull strings, man. They talking about he got foreign allies to win the election again. That's a powerful man, man. You know what I'm saying? He's just thinking from the small point of view. You know what I mean? You gotta look at it from the big point of view. So what I'm saying? You can take it from a small perspective. I don't know. I don't know. That vote shouldn't count anyway. I don't know. Y'all been already crazy. You didn't vote count. You already crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, your vote men she ain't come yet? She I haven't already talked on the phone. She's talking about she, uh, she ain't gonna her brother. She's just, I was trying, I was just trying to, she ain't her brother and she's just talking about her. And then, she called people there. She was my mom, man. She was trying to get her out. And, um, I'm gonna get some care of you. Yeah. Love you, cousin. Give me some game next time. All right.
It has been 18 months since Michael Cohen appeared before the U.S. House of Representatives where he implicated the President of the United States in bank fraud. But the night before that testimony, Republican Congressman Matt Gates sent out a tweet directed at Michael Cohen that got Gates in a lot of hot water. The tweet was, hey, Michael Cohen, do your wife and father-in-law know about your girlfriends? Maybe tonight would be a good time for that chat. I wonder if she'll remain faithful when you're in prison. She's about to learn a lot. Now, everybody at the time viewed this as very clear witness intimidation on behalf of Matt Gates, who was a good friend and supporter of Donald Trump. He was trying to coerce Michael Cohen to not give up the game on Trump by threatening to expose him, or actually expose him, or his all his girlfriends. That, by the way, I don't think this is ever going to Matt Gates did not relationship with Michael Cohen, so who pulled back on Matt Gates? Was it Trump himself? I think it kind of was. But nevertheless, that's not the What's important is that 18 months after he sent that tweet, the House Ethics Committee last week finally decided to punish him in theory. Uh, the House Ethics Committee voted unanimously uh, in a report released last week to admonish Matt Gates, and in case you're wondering, admonish does not mean remove from office, does not mean put in prison. It means let him know that you don't like what he did. That's punishment. 18 months later. It took them 18 months to write their little report saying, yes, it's a bad tweet, it's stupid, he's an idiot, but technically it didn't break, uh, you know, witness tampering or obstruction of Congress laws, so we Thank you. 
rid of all of them so that I wouldn't be so drowsy, and the spasms came back, and I'm glad that I did that because I think if I hadn't made that decision, my legs probably would be much more atrophied if I had been constantly taking that medicine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of glad that I have some spasms, and they're not so violent that it's a nuisance, but strong enough to keep my legs straight. Exactly. Okay. That's good. And the last thing that we think <laughs> makes Cole's legs bigger is his genetics, or our yeah. genetics. <laughs> Cole takes a lot after his dad, and your dad's out of the family, right, when it comes yeah. to, like, thickness and stuff. So even before Cole's injury, if you see pictures, like, he has some meat on his legs and his arms. Yeah. And I think that he still has that. Like, he still has that bone structure to just be a little thicker. Right. I think, yeah, I'm just predisposed to have bigger legs. Like, my dad has some tree trunk thighs. <laughs> it's crazy. He, that dude is like a truck. It's, he's strong. His legs are strong. So I think just naturally I'm unfortunate and blessed to have genetics that are also helping me on this part because I, I don't know. Maybe if we're super skinny and my legs would be super skinny too. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I've got a little meat. So where's the cinema? And things like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, it protects you, your leg, from just being injured. So, him kneeing stuff would probably be much worse if he didn't have so much meat on his legs. I feel like yeah. he would be prone to breaking something more often. Or you'd be prone to just breaking something in general. Cole's yeah. um, never broken a bone in his legs, which is really good. And I think well, that. Post injury, before I had. Yeah. That, yeah. Post injury, and I think, you know, the muscle around his legs attributes to that and the reason he hasn't mm -hmm. broken anything. Yeah, makes life much easier. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we just want to remind you all that, you know, everyone is different. Every spinal cord injury is different. And just because someone has thicker legs and someone who has smaller legs, like, it doesn't mean that someone's healthier or less healthy or someone works out more or works out less. I mean, there are so many factors that attribute to why someone's legs are thicker and smaller. Especially like even though people who don't have a spinal cord injury, able-bodied people, there are people who have thicker legs and there are people who have thinner legs, you right. know? So it just, there's a lot of factors that attribute to the size of someone's leg right. or their body in general. And I would argue most of those factors are out of your control too. Yes. So I just happen to be fortunate, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, thick thighs say a lot of job. This guy says lots. He saves your legs lots. Saves my bones lots. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, look, that mm -hmm. those are our theories, our three theories. Mm -hmm. Please go on. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a scary, that's a scary. 
Yeah. 